The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. Episode number six, Will Ice Melt in Miami? We'll find out. In the meantime, I am your host, Pat Benson. I'm here with my main man, Colin Madden. Colin, how you doing, bro? Doing great, man. Ready to uh, get these playoffs started. And I uh, want to shout out all the people who've been saying nice things on Twitter and whatnot. You know, continue to uh, send any feedback our way and make sure to like and subscribe on all those platforms. We appreciate y'all. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, so you mentioned playoffs. We got to get to the playoffs first. And hopefully we will. Hopefully the Atlanta Hawks will advance out of the play-in tournament. We got a little bit of work to do first. The regular season really didn't end on the best of notes. The Atlanta Hawks finished with two straight losses. The season of mid came to fruition. It was inevitable. The Atlanta Hawks are 41-41 and after 82 games. And let's just dive back real quick to... Friday, Friday, April 7th game against Philadelphia 76ers, 136-131 loss in overtime. In my opinion, I hate to like, cry over spilled milk. You know, we got new businesses at hand. But to me, that was one of like the top three worst losses of the season. Tell me your thoughts, Colin. Yeah, it was one of those games that, you know, I did not see us losing at any point during the game. Yeah. And we get to the fourth quarter and we just basically collapse. And I mean, that final possession shot by Trey, I, who needs to with that? was he threw hey get out I got it I got it like didn't he barely got a shot off and then we lose in overtime to I saw people calling the G League Sixers <laughs> yeah like no one out and it sucks too because we really got the momentum going before that mm-hmm. game with winning three in a row mm-hmm. and then we lose it all all the wind out of the sail during that game and Tough loss, man. Very tough loss. Well, if it makes you feel better, technically Trey didn't get a shot off because it's a shot clock violation. So <laughs> was, if that makes you feel any better at or, all. Or that might make you feel a little worse. But Yeah, seriously. So And we got more Trey stuff coming up because, of course, there was some drama yesterday. But, I mean, to his credit, 27 points, 20 assists, career high in assists. That was dope. But, yeah, I think we've got an issue with his uh, end of game management. Like, obviously, I'm not going to be a prisoner of the moment. Like, I'm not going to forget the game winner against the Brooklyn Nets uh, back, I want to say it was in January. And um, so, I mean, that's part of being a superstar. You're held to higher standards, but that was super embarrassing. Philadelphia didn't have Joel Embiid, James Harden, Tyrese Maxey. But yeah, the, the G League, the Rochester 76ers or whoever their G League affiliate is, they um, yeah, like Mac McClung getting a bunch of minutes. Oh, that was that was terrible. That was terrible. You saw I was, Bob I was, and I Neek know talking to him. Mac McClung on the court right now. Yeah, you saw Bob and Neek talking to him before a game too. I was like, guys, we don't want this guy to have a good game. <laughs> yeah, for real. So that was that was rough. That was a really tough loss, and you know it was bad because um, Quinn Snyder took forever to come out to the post game podium. Like it was like a solid twenty. Dude. 
So congrats to Trey for setting the record, our franchise yeah. record with 20 assists or whatever, but he also had nine turnovers. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, dude, those turnovers were off of the missed alley-oop, the yeah. trying to do too much with the pass. One of the things that I get really annoyed with this team is when they go for these alley-oops all the time and they don't focus on making sure we don't turn the ball over so they try to do some crazy alley-oop and yes sometimes it's sick but <laughs> most of the time it's halfway out of bounds then oh yeah whoever it was jc or, or clink bell oh yeah my bad my bad dude we can't turn the ball over like that we have we have to score when we're in a fast break two on one i'm, I'm glad you brought that up because since tr since Quinn Snyder's taken over, the offense has gotten better. The offensive rating has gotten better, the efficiency. But it's been a troubling trend. Atlanta was one of the best teams at not turning the ball over. It's slowly been picking up. Like, they're getting a little bit sloppier. Hopefully, it's an anomaly, but we'll find out. All right, let's look at Easter Sunday's game. I was going to make like a joke, but I don't want to make any kind of religious joke, you know, on that one. Yeah, we're I'm, still, I'm we're still growing to... a fan base over here. We don't want to piss it Yeah, out. I'm going to try to not get canceled <laughs> today. But yeah, so it was not pretty on Easter Sunday. Um, both teams sat basically everybody. Boston defeated Atlanta in a nationally televised game, 120 to 114. I know ESPN had to be psyched. I know. Someone played. Of course, that, of course, that game's on ESPN. Like, that's the one yeah. that we get on ESPN. That was rough. I mean, I get it. Like, everybody was, you know, the Eastern Conference bracket was set. So, like, yeah. it'd, be, it'd be silly to try to play everybody. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, really not a whole lot of takeaways on that game. You know, it was good to see the uh, bench players get some burn. So, that that was dope. But, um, so, um, real quick, before I talk about Trey and his latest drama, any thoughts on the Boston game? My My only thought would be, good game from Bruno that's it yeah yeah for sure for sure it's good to see him because I mean he's really just like a happy soldier like he really accepts his role and yeah does it and that in that third center spot will be open again next year so if he if yeah. he can lock it down great yeah yeah for the sure exactly there are a lot worse uh, options uh the Hawks could have at that so that was cool all right so Monday morning we wake up and boom, we're hit with an article from the ringer, Kevin O'Connor, and he's talking about basically the Atlanta Hawks front office has been given the green light to completely reshape the roster, including Trey Young. He is, according to Kevin O'Connor's reporting, I don't want to like totally like cast out on that, but he is saying that Trey Young is no longer untouchable. Atlanta Hawks Twitter goes up in flames. They, you know, they're they're questioning the report. They're attacking the reporter. Some are agreeing it on it. I just want to hear your gut reaction. What's your gut telling you about this, Colin? My gut is it's some bullshit, but yeah. <laughs> that's that might just be my gut in my mind, you know, coming together and saying, do not believe this shit, you know? Yeah, so yeah. that's kind of where I'm still at right now. I'm not even going to give it kind of, the deep thought of huh what would it look like like i'm not gonna go there yet like i can't there, there's no way uh, one of our radio hosts matt chernoff he was talking about it and he's you know a much bigger hawks mm -hmm. follower and he knows the weeds a little bit more than some of the other hosts and he made a great point if that is going to happen it's definitely not going to happen this coming year they're going to give yeah. quinn the chance to really work with trey and develop him 
And at a minimum, that would start happening next summer. Like that is not a thing in the immediate front view right now, in my opinion. That's a really good point. I didn't even think about the Quinn aspect of it. It's like, hey, welcome to this new job. All right, generational yeah. point guard. Oh, yeah, let's on. let's trade your best player. Yeah, 20 assists. We don't need him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That That's a good point. I didn't even think about the Quinn Snyder aspect of it. I thought of it more as like coming from like a writer. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give y'all like a little bit of inside baseball. No article does numbers like trade articles. Like you can do the greatest interview, you can do some great reporting, or you can do trade fake trade proposals and, and that will do numbers. And I don't think it was any coincidence that this come this article comes out perfectly timed Monday morning. There's no NBA games. And yep. it's like, hey, let's generate some clicks, let's generate some revenue. That's a good I point. mean. Yeah, it would have been different if this was Shams or Woj coming out at like midnight on some random time being like Atlanta Hawks are shot. Yeah, and the timing, the timing of it too. That's a good point. Monday morning on the last day of the season when no one's playing any good yeah, players. Yeah. Exactly. Come on, man. So I I I just I'm not really buying it. And even if it were I'll take it. Like I know you don't want to do the thought exer- exercise, but I will <laughs> take it one step further and just say. If you were to trade him, you better make damn sure that you're getting back an unbelievable haul because he's leading the league in assists two straight years, you know, coming off a 20 assist point game. He's 24 years old. He's uh he's a clutch client. So cool. You just burned a super a super important bridge. Like yeah. let's not forget who who got DeJounte Murray to Atlanta. So yeah, anyway, uh that that's my thoughts on it. Like you, I'm pretty skeptical if you couldn't imagine. Uh if you couldn't infer that from my tone. So anyway, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back and we're going to preview tonight's playing game against the Miami Heat. And then we're going to look around the league. And we are back. Let's talk about tonight's play-in matchup against the Miami Heat. It's the title of the episode, Will Ice Melt in Miami? Atlanta has some demons to exercise because it just historically hasn't gone well against the Miami Heat. Uh, I think the teams just on like a basic level, Atlanta doesn't match up well. On like a deeper level, it just seems like Troy really struggles against mm-hmm. the Heat, dating back to last year's play-in tournament. You know, they they set the tone so quickly in that, like they were so physical with him. Like I had a tweet thread last year where I was like highlighting some of the questionable plays Miami was uh it's not even a play they're just it's like dirty moves basically against Trey and they yeah. you know super hard and we all remember Jimmy Butler was grabbing him around the neck and Trey had a horrible series and uh you can go back and dig up the numbers I think um John Hollinger tweeted it out recently and it, it's not lost on anybody we all know it was a really bad series for Trey and um I don't know if he's been the same player since then, to be honest, Um, at least not shooting the ball. He he had like, I'm trying to think like the really good game in Abu Dhabi in the preseason. But then like we have this incredible individual scoring season where all these players are scoring 40, 50, 60 points, 70. I want to say maybe once. And um, Trey wasn't one of them. Yeah. His numbers were way down. All season long, the shooting splits were way below his career averages. 
And there's a case to be made that the Miami series kind of, you know, messed with him, at least shook up his confidence a little bit for a rather, for a pretty much unshakable guy, like a case could be made for that. So anyway, I say all that just to say some demons could be exercised tonight. Tell me your thoughts. What's your prediction for tonight, Colin? Yeah, that's an interesting point you bring up. I didn't really think about maybe that was kind of the start of the uh, the weird season he's kind of had. Because yeah. you're right, he hasn't had those like 40-point nights. He's had a couple like 35 or 34, but those are like, I think they've been in losses for the most part. Yeah. So he hasn't like really gone off and made five threes and a big win for us this year. So, hey man, maybe that's coming tonight. Maybe uh, tonight's the night. Um, I, I hope I, so, man. I hope so. Just because he's had such a tough time against Miami. Yeah. They defeated the Hawks three out of the four times this year during the regular season. The Hawks took the first matchup. I'm sorry. Hawks lost first matchup in State Farm. They won on MLK Day. And then they got swept in that back-to-back in early March down in Miami. Mm-hmm. It just seems like they're the big bro of the Southeast Division. And I know you're a big time lifelong Hawks fan. It just seems like they're, you know, they're the uh they're the Lakers of the Southeastern Divisions. Yeah. They've had the number for a long time. And I, I think Spolster is definitely a big part of that too. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. So yeah, looking ahead at tonight, uh, they got some injuries. Kyle Lowry, your boy, he is uh unlikely to play. Not that he school. would be playing anyways. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But trust me, we'll hear him on the bench and he'll be doing that <laughs> review the play. Yeah, so, right. Let's just get down to the brass tacks. Give me your prediction. Will Atlanta beat Miami tonight, yes or no? Man, I'm going to go with yes. I don't even care if I'm wrong. I'm going with yes, though. I got to I gotta let my mind think that we are. Hell yeah, I'm with you. I'm all for delusional thinking. Atlanta Hawks, <laughs> we're going to speak it into existence on this podcast. That's all it is. The demons are going to be exercised tonight. Atlanta will beat Miami. If you're If you're within the sound of my voice, Bet the house on Atlanta. They're big time <laughs> underdogs. And then they will, congrats, you get to face the Boston Celtics in the first I round. know, right? So is Jay, will Jalen Brown be playing all that series? I, I saw that he like broke his hand or something, like picking yeah, up so, the base. So, yeah, he cut his hand. Um, and ESPN had the ESPN did him dirty with a graphic. Like, you're right. He, he cut his hand picking up a broken base, but they are like, cut his hand watering flowers. And it's like, bro, I don't know what y'all are doing. Y'all are trying to, y'all are trying gardening. to, yeah. And there's a sad little picture, like fans can't, or listeners can't like see this, but his sad little hand was like all super wrapped up. So yeah. they did him dirty with the graphic and yeah, I don't know if he'll be able to play or not. So personally, I wouldn't mind like say in the very realistic, oper- you know, very realistic chance that Atlanta loses tonight, they uh, have a play-in game on, I want to say, Friday night against the um, winner of Toronto-Chicago. I would almost rather win that game and then face the Milwaukee Bucks. Would you really? Yeah, am I crazy for saying that? I would have not even thought that, but tell me why you would almost rather play the Bucks. It just seems like Atlanta, historically speaking, has matched up much better against Milwaukee. Uh, they just pack Atlanta, <clears throat> excuse me, Atlanta packs the lane. They say, you know what, let's rely on these guys beating us. Chris Middleton's been injured throughout most of the season. Onyeko Kongwu turns Giannis yeah, Antetokounmpo into a G League player, if we're being honest. So, um yeah, I'd much rather face Milwaukee. I, and whereas Boston, there is no beating Jason Tatum, let alone Jalen Brown. Yeah, you know, throw in some Marcus Smart for for fun, and then Al Horford always seems to bring his best game against his old team. So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I would almost like if Atlanta loses tonight, not the end of the world. 
let's pick up that next win and face Milwaukee. I would take our chances there. I think that's a better chance of pulling off an upset. All right. right so looking yeah. around, your your favorite team, the Dallas Mavericks, man. What happened? Hey, man, Cuban is being investigated again. Can you believe it? Man, that guy gets investigated more than Donald Trump. He's got <laughs> he's, he's got people all over him. So, yeah, uh, Dallas Mavericks just blatantly tanking. They rested Kyrie, uh, Christian Wood. Luca played like a quarter or something weird of the final game. And they're basically like, yeah, we punt. Like, this did not work. Let's try to get a, um, a late lottery draft pick. So, pretty hard. The, the Luka Doncic over Trey Young case, it, it took a major hit because I see Trey in the postseason. I don't see Luka yep. in the postseason. But, but from what I'm seeing. That's how at- that's how we got to say it. We're in the postseason, but we're not in the playoffs yet. God. That's it. I've been very careful. Like, I've been parsing through these words. Like, yeah, I saw a little video of the team getting on the plane, and AJ was like, "Oh, my first playoff game." I was like, "No, no, 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 AJ, <laughs> we're not quite there yet. We yeah. can't really say that." That's yeah, yeah. So uh, that that was uh, not. It's not like I'm a big Luca hater, but like I'm for a trade. <laughs> no, proponent. no, no, not at all. I'm just a trade proponent, and <laughs> I am kind of a, I, I am kind of a Kyrie hater, to be honest. I think it's funny wherever he goes, like the team just goes up in flames. So that's why this is an. Atlanta Hawks slash Dallas Mavericks hater podcast. Yeah, it is. But yeah, looking around, uh, Lakers, they, you know, Lakers, Timberwolves. Oh, by the way, Timberwolves, good job. Way to finish your season on a strong note. That wasn't embarrassing at all. That was awesome. And then Pelicans Thunder. So Lakers are going to win the Western Conference play-in tournament. That's a that's a lock. You know what? I weirdly like the Timberwolves over the Lakers just because everyone thinks the Lakers are going to win, dude. I mean, you know, Rudy Gobert, he's suspended. And then uh, McDaniels uh, up. McDaniels is out, broke his hand. Man, what's going on? A-Rod, we're talking about Mark Cuban. Alex Rodriguez needs to get his So McDaniels just like punched the tunnel on like his walk back to the locker room, I guess, and broke his hand that way. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure they caught that on camera. And uh, yeah, yeah, he must so, have punched like it must have been either cement or like the metal bars, or it had to have been just like a wall. Like I, I think there was a video circulating around, but there but it wouldn't so have been like drywall. Like drywall, you could really get, get through. You know, if you give that thing a good angry punch, but cement yeah, drywall to give. Yeah, yeah, so it had to have been cement. So yeah, so uh, good luck by the Timberwolves all around. And then LA Clippers had a little drama too on the bench. Uh, mm-hmm. Bones Highland. What I forgot what goofy center he was beefing with. Hold up, let me look at their roster. Yeah, I think we're not going to see playoff P either to at least start the, the series. Good point. Yeah, good point. Uh, playoff pandemic P, he is going to likely be out. He's going to miss some time with some injuries. It wasn't Zubots. It was who was Bones High? Mason Plumley, Plum Dog Millionaire. So he <laughs> was he was beefing with Bones Highland. So that that was uh, and, you know the NBA just can't go a day without being dramatic. I think it's funny that all this just transpired on the <laughs> a couple teams have been just having some stuff built up, just finally coming to fruition. Let me ask you this. And then, what do you think of this Kings Warriors first round matchup? I'm glad you brought that up. That was, you read my mind. So uh, again, one of those things where little bro is going to have to be big bro, exercise some demons. Uh, I mean, I'm going Golden State. Yeah. Obviously, they don't play well on the road, and if it goes to seven games, that's going to really uh, that's going to be tough. But 
you can't tell me a team as battle tested as Golden State is going to draw is going to lose in the first round to yeah. this upstart, scrappy Sacramento team. I'm just not buying it. What about you? Yeah, I'm with you. I, I want to see uh, playoff Red Velvet come back though. Yeah, I know. Hey, he, he put on a headband and he became a different man. <laughs> that headband transformed him. Is so, uh is De'Aaron Fox kind of the favorite for most improved player this year? Oh, uh, that's a good question. That's a good question. I'd have to really do some do some research on that one. Yeah. He's been pretty great. So I hate to ask a question we don't know the answer to, but yeah, I know that's unlike us to be bad radio. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, um, and then one last thing, uh, Zion, the New Orleans Pelicans, Zion still nowhere close to coming back. He injured his hamstring in January. Did it implode? What happened? I call him Greg Oden Jr. He's done, bro. Uh, just too, like, too built for his own good. Like, just too He's just too one of those guys, dude. He's just one of those guys that can't help it, man. He's just, he's just a super injury prone. It's just one of those things. Some players, that's just how they are, and they're just super injury prone, and Man, he just can't even stay out there, and it's tough to see. But and you know, he's he almost had more potential than Greg Oden, and it's just yeah, it's tough to watch. Yeah, Greg Oden dominated at, at Ohio State, and he was a physical force. But Zion was just a, like a superstar. He he was something else in college, and just mm. hasn't played any game since being in the NBA. And they're saying it's more like a conditioning issue now. Like he's not feeling right when it comes to like his level of confidence when uh for you know being in condition i guess i don't know bro go out there and play like five ten can you give us five or ten minutes off i mean he, he gives us an instagram video of him doing a windmill dunk and it's just like he's like all right see you on three months <laughs> yeah for sure for sure so yeah man it's super exciting i am really pumped about tonight's game between Atlanta and Miami, the rest of the play-in, and then hopefully uh, play off soon. So we'll find out soon. We'll be back later this week. Uh, this was episode number six of Hawk Talk. I'm Pat Benson. I'm here with my main man, Colin Madden, and we'll be back later this week. The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business, and it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation, like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Hey, Atlanta, Hudson Mason here. Is a new roof still on your to-do list, but you've been delayed due to rising home service costs? Well, here's a fantastic solution from Accent Roofing Service. Zero down, zero payments, and zero interest for a full year. That's right. You can get your new roof now and start paying next year. Act quickly because Accent's incredible offer of zero, zero, zero with a 12-month deferred payment option for a lifetime roof system isn't going to last long. Contact the craftsman at Accent Roofing Service today, accentroofingservice.com.